Okay, well, hello. Welcome to the first uh, episode of the 2021-2022 NBA season, or is it? It is technically the preseason. Uh, we are here to bring you to our first uh, post-game uh, review of the Kings versus the Suns. Uh, and with me to do it is Fong, of course. Of course. Hello. So I guess uh, just quickly throw that out there. What was your biggest takeaway from this game? Uh, a lot has lots going on. Let's just say, uh, first off, first and foremost, the uh, Suns were doing so hot. Lots of turnovers. Lots of turnovers. Uh, no Chris Paul and Devin Booker, of course, and Aiton played a little bit, I believe, but didn't really play. You know, the rest of the game. He only played like part of first quarter i believe yeah i think he, yeah now that you mentioned it he did play it like in the beginning and then i don't remember seeing him in the second quarter and beyond if i remember right yeah kind of kind of missed the first quarter to be honest and uh kind of d- didn't wish to watch this game either because uh, me and you were kind of struggling uh watching this game yeah um you know t- I guess we're ratting on ourselves. We don't have League Pass, so we don't get to watch. Uh, I don't even know if we can actually watch it on League Pass. Cause they black out the local area, don't they? Uh, I, I don't know how it works, and I'm not willing to pay that much yet unless we, unless you know, <laughs> we find a reliable stream in, when the regular season comes. But yeah, we shall see. Well, anyways, um, yeah, so we had to, we were trying to stream this game, but I think the only available streaming service that actually does this, is legally, let's just say, is uh, NBC, and either there just weren't streams of that, because we were watching it on our, what we usually use to watch it, and basically it was like 360p, probably even 240p at certain points, and it was hard to make out any anything in this game so we're not going to come with you with a lot of details um with just like oh who passed the who because guess what we can't fucking see them because it's so goddamn blurry <laughs> yeah. anyways quickly just go through some stats uh this caught my eye a three for 13 cameron Payne uh, was i mean it's preseason like this is not like this is anything to really take seriously let's just say like um yeah three for 13 played 30 minutes yeah as you mentioned deandre ain't only played 12 minutes i assume that's basically all in the first quarter or and you know he was fine um you know don't remember much again i was trying to look for a better stream but just couldn't find one and again i couldn't see anything so i couldn't really tell you what he did in this game but what I can tell you is that pretty much everyone on the Kings played well, and unfortunately, the one guy that does kind of stand out um, that didn't play well was De'Aaron, unfortunately. Um, it just looked like he tried to force a little bit too much, and, you know, he, he took a few threes, which were fine for the most part, but he didn't make any of them. And, you know, before we panic, last season, he started he started in uh, preseason pretty bad, too, so it's not anything to worry about again. It is just preseason, but... That is the only notable guy that played well. Anyone else stick out to you? Uh, well, uh, I was going to mention Barnes, but he kind of slowed down towards the second half because he, he, it seemed like he got a lot of open shots in the first half. Uh, the other guy I wanted to mention was uh, Marvin Bagley. 
uh, it seemed like he was positioned well and you know defensive wise I mean it's I, I'm, I'm gonna say it's getting there uh, but so far I, I feel like we're gonna need more games to get a good feeling for him uh, because so far uh, his offense offensively he's looking pretty good he's looking for those passes that that um buddy healed a left-handed pass to him to for the lob was uh, pretty nice in the second half yeah he just seems to i feel like he's starting to buy into his role like at this point he, he's probably i imagine like doug had a talk with him like that's what i've been hearing like the big talk around, around marvin is that he's talking to doug he's been spending basically the a bunch of the summer just training with doug christie and you know a lot of people who've worked with Doug Christie before always speak very highly of his knowledge and how he sees the game. So maybe, you know, maybe this is just uh, the influence of Doug Christie in a way, because you look at how he attacked. Like, there weren't a lot of those ISOs, like, that he probably wants. Like, you know, catch it in the mid post against his man and then try an ISO against them. I don't remember there being a pos- that. If there, maybe it may have been one or two possessions, but most of his possessions him running down the court getting offensive rebounds like crashing the glass which we didn't see much of last year and also just a quick attacks like he like you know if he gets what I, you know what i call a munchkin on him like if he gets a smaller guy on him he's attacking and like you know he's going to the post up and guys are looking for him tyrese was looking for him uh you know fox was also looking for him and davion was looking for him and they got it to him and as you mentioned like a buddy able to find him on a beautiful left-handed lob like it's there seems to be he just seems to be in the place now a little bit more often which is a great thing and you know it, it seems that it seems like he's coming back with a different mentality and that's great to see mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, the other thing I want to kind of just quickly bring up, it wasn't the entire game, but like Davion's and Davion's effect on defense, you can kind of see it. Like he was just he was just making plays on that end, and then and then there's what I call the Davion torture chamber, where basically he guards a guy. Like it was campaign mostly, like just sped him up and forced him into a tough turnover into just this yeah this awful turnover. Just threw it into to one of the kings. It seems like Davion's already having an effect, and we'll have to see what he does in the regular season when he goes up against, you know, you know, no, no disrespect to campaign, but like an actual like all-star starting guard. Like campaign is good, but he's not, you know, that guy. He's not Chris Paul, for example. So we'll, we'll have to see. But like anytime, as soon as anytime, like I kind of keyed in on Davion to see how his on-ball defense was, it was incredible. Like just have, getting a guy to constantly change directions, like not being able to go anywhere, and just constantly, essentially, almost shaking in their shoes, almost in, uh, on some possessions. Like he's gonna bring it, and yeah, the entire defense of the Kings was just full of energy. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised they were sticking on t- uh, to uh, the Suns pretty well, especially you know the guys that I did least expect to such as uh, Bagley and Buddy, even though they still have their uh, small flaws, I think uh, their attempt was good enough for the most part. Uh, for In terms of Davion Mitchell, yeah, definitely his defense, man. He, he was sticking on to guys most of the time. I remember 
he got a try to get a couple picks as in uh, like steals uh the backcourt and uh you know he does have i believe the highest plus minus out of the whole team and we played a lot yeah, guys surprisingly jeez how many guys did we play we played uh, i'm about to count because they don't have a uh, 16 and 15 yep 16 yeah we play all we play 16 guys and Miles Ramsey was a minus 10 somehow that's funny <laughs> okay. and Damian Jones uh oh another guy I guess I want to quickly shout out Buddy Hill was pretty good like he didn't take a lot of bad, what you know what we call the infamous bad buddy shots he did somehow end four for 13 even though I felt like he played pretty well or no he went five for 15 four for 13 from three so he was launching like uh-huh. it seems like it seemed like he just he played he's playing a little better he now has another guy and particularly Davion that just keeps setting him up now like Davion and Tyrese had some beautiful passes like just oh, yeah. you know hang in the air like toss it cross court to him for those open beautiful buddy threes that the one the threes that he should be taking and there was another there was another thing i just i don't know if this is the function of the offense or just just the suns be being rusty or honestly to a certain degree not really caring Barnes was open a lot <laughs> and he you know he drilled i think four threes let me see yeah four, four for nine from three and he, it just felt like he was open a lot more often than i ever remember him being open yeah uh i'm not gonna lie i i feel like those four threes were from the first half because if I remember correctly, I think he was like four for five or three for four. I forget uh, by the end of the first half. But you know, actually, did we play Barnes that much in the second half? Man, they, you yeah, know, we played twenty-three minutes. Not that much. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to follow because you know we played sixteen guys, tried so many different combinations of lineups in terms of guards, especially, and it was. Yeah, it was hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah, and th- there's a reason for it, and I guess we'll end on the reason why. So the starting lineup this game was, you know, the starting line we've wanted basically all of last year. Uh, it's De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley, and Rashawn Holmes. Like, I mean, the main thing that, you know, Kings fans have always wanted is Halliburton starting at the two and uh, De'Aaron Fox starting at the one. However, I wouldn't take take that into I wouldn't basically take that into meaning anything because Luke has has said that he's going to experiment with starting lineups, and he went through a gauntlet of um, three guard lineups. You know, there was combinations of co- of course the the three guard lineup that we're expecting Fox Mitchell and Halliburton, but then he also had like Fox Mitchell and Heald, Fox Mitchell and uh, uh, Terrence Davis, Heald uh, Halliburton and uh, Terrence Davis. You know, Heald Halliburton and Mitchell. He went through the gauntlet of just about every every single combination of that lineup to see what works or what or what doesn't and at least this game it looked like every every part of it worked as soon as the bench comment came in like particularly anytime Davion was in the energy just changes and you know we gotta also shout out another guy that you know we got Tristan Thompson offensive rebounding machine and you know a, a smart defender and just you know he's just he was just out there doing shit yeah, it's really nice to see, uh, especially a backup center. I mean, we've dealt with a whole season of uh, <sighs> Hassan Whiteside, but, you know, 
uh, bringing Tristan Thompson in, yeah, hopefully we get a nice change of pace. Now, <laughs> I'm not that dick about it. I'm wondering how much time Alex Glenn and Kata will get. And today, Kata didn't get to play. And I was kind of wishing he we could get to see him play, but I guess it is how it is. And, you know, I guess we'll have to see in future. Ada, I don't think is going to play much this season, if at all. I think he's mostly be in G League, and you know, of course, uh, uh, this always has to be said: never wishing for injuries. But like, in case someone gets injured, they might call him up. But like, even then, that's a long, that's like, you know, that's a long shot just because we have so many centers. Like Damian Jones didn't get to play this much, that much this game. Like, you, like, and then you have probably like even Mets who, who can play the five even, and you know you can slide Marvin to the five even too. So like we have a lot of centers, and yeah, I'm just not gonna see Kata playing much at all. Um, Robert Woodard is, I mean, it's, uh, if any like summer league and the uh, California Classic, he just didn't look like he was ready. Like Jemise Ramsey looked pretty good in the summer league and uh, California Classic. Like he seems ready to play, and you know Luke Walton seems to be willing to play him at least like in garbage time. Like I just yeah I, I'm not gonna see I don't think we're gonna see much Robert Woodard and Demise Cato on the main roster at all. Yeah, it's too bad. We definitely do need some more wings in my opinion. Looking at this roster. Matt yeah, Coleman's we'll have to see. Oh, Coleman's a guard. He's pretty short. <laughs> oh, so. no. I, I'm sorry to burst that out because ESPN put him as a forward. They did it? What? Oh, that's crazy. It's like 6'3". What? But okay, whatever. They don't, have, they don't have a picture of him. Like, <laughs> uh, like. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, the wing question will have to be answered at some point. At least from, like, what I'm hearing from, like, you know, what Luke is saying, he's probably just going to play, like, Tristan Thompson and those guys on wings, if anything, and Rashawn on. Like, Rashawn can hold, can guard wings, you know, at a, at a decent level. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have to see how, again, we, the, the one thing we can say about this roster, there's no, there, there aren't a lot of stars at each position. There are, like, crazy plus-minus guys. Like, you have very good guys throughout the roster. You have Terrence Davis, you have, you know, again, Rashawn Holmes, you have uh, Tristan Thompson, and and then that, and those guys are essentially kind of like your, I don't want to say your backup wings, but like, those guys can kind of guard who the, who, who, who I just mentioned, like the guys that I just mentioned can guard, like, you know, you have Barnes and uh, Harkless as your primary wings, the guys that are going to guard, like, you know, the their best wing scores on the other team or like yeah or like if anything the best players on the other team and then you can kind of like shuffle them shuffle like De'Aaron on them you can probably put like Tyrese on them a little bit and then you can kind of like sneak in some Tristan Thompson and uh Rashawn Holmes minutes on them like you have like options and it's what's what's a see uh what Luke Walton does like I've been hearing a lot of people shitting on Luke Walton, like the national media, a bunch, a lot of Kings media, not not a big fan of Walton. This is time to prove it to Luke Walton because, like, as much as like you wanna you wanna shit on Luke, people wanna shit on Luke Walton, like, I felt like the last two years weren't really his fault. I didn't think it, he was the root cause of most of it, but now that he finally has like more NBA talent, talent guys. Like it's time, it's time to, it's time to get going. Like it's time to show what you got, Luke. 
yeah it's definitely the season and I'm hoping that we could at least make it into the play-in or even eighth seed if anything just 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 play awesome why not <laughs> at least play the first round I mean that's my bold that not my bold prediction I think they're I think they're gonna be dead set on the play-in area and like if things break their way maybe sneak into the eighth to the eighth and seventh spots somehow yeah. but like you know as it stands like it's hard to it's hard to say my the re the main reason why i think they're gonna be at least in the play and it's just because they had the worst defense last year of basically of all time for much of the year and they were just and they were right there at the play and now you have like better talent overall um to start the season and hopefully like you know you know got maybe maybe a trade goes out mid-season like you know you never know and yeah. Like I just don't think you can your the defense can be can be as bad as last year, and then like you can probably maintain your offense your offense just because now you have more offensive weapons as well, and you know in addition to some defensive flexibility. So I just think, like, you know, give or take, like let's just say our defense is 24th in the league, that should get you into the play-in easily. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll have to see. Um, any other games you want to quickly go over? Other games, as in the other games? <laughs> the I mean, just any, just anything you like, any clip you saw of, like from another game, oh, or anything gosh. you want to quickly <laughs> just mention? Uh, I haven't been able to watch the other clips from other games yet, but uh, definitely seeing some uh, some of the clips that you showed me. Uh, or earlier on Discord uh, about Andre Drummond, my my goodness, oh my God. I mean, I, I mean, it sucks that like you know he's getting shitted on like on Twitter. Like, I mean, he was okay for the game, and like they didn't have Joel Embiid, so like what were they really supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And like it, it's unfair that we shit on him as much as we do, because like he has to kind of become a meme. He's he's on the level of Hassan Whiteside at this point. But like yeah. he was fine that game, and it's it's too bad that the you know the people are just gonna see that clip and think he's absolute trash. I mean he's on a minimum, so who cares? He's there to back up and beat. So again, who cares? I want to see how Hassan's doing right now. I I'll probably check after this. Yeah, he's he's playing the Utah, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. We'll check our we'll check our favorite player Hassan in a bit, <laughs> but. Other than that, yeah, no, I don't really have anything else. Oh, the last thing I want to quickly just go over. Apparently, at least this was during the, I think, right before training camp happened. But Luke had, uh, James Ham reported that uh, Luke has not had conversations with Tristan Thompson and Buddy Heald. Those two specific players, those are the two ones that have been named. There might have been, there might be other guys as well. But, like, he has not discussed their roles with these two players. So... Like James Ham uh, talked about the hypothetical that there are going to be games where Tristan Thompson might not even play, and Buddy Heald is might not play a lot of minutes, and those might be and those might be on the table just because, like Luke is going to basically going to adjust his lineups game by game, and yeah, there are going to just. Brace yourselves for some games where, like, the the lineups are just a bit funky, and you know, hopefully, like, the players don't take it personally. I guess in a way, like, 
and just try to be professional about it, but we'll see. Yeah, again, Luke is going to be a mad scientist with these lineups this year. Mm-hmm. Yep, hopefully we find one and stick with it, and hopefully it will take us far. Okay, well, so far, yeah, great vibes. First preseason game, we beat the Suns by 11 points, even though it, we actually dominated them for much of the game. Um, yeah, we scored more than them in every single quarter. And yeah, good vibes all around. The team looks more energized. The team just looks, you know, ready. Like, they, they were playing defense. Like, it, they only got 16 turnovers from, from the Suns, and, they, and the Kings also had 16 turnovers, but it felt like a lot more. Like they were just getting, they were just like getting like steals and like properly collapsing and rotating out to the shooters. And you know, I I do foresee an issue like if they go up against a good three point shooting team, they're gonna get lit up. But you know, sometimes you play the percentages and you know see what happens. But at least for this game, the defense was really good, offense was flowing, and everyone seems to be in good spirits so far. Yep. Well, let's hope it keeps up, and we'll probably get back to you guys for the Clippers game on Wednesday then let's see one more th- do you do you oh. want to do do you want to predict awards on this episode or do award. you want to do it at the final preseason game so the M- I'm talking about MVP I'm talking about most improved I'm talking about uh rookie of the year and you know those awards do you want to do that right now or do you want to do that at the final preseason game let's do that in the final okay well stay tuned for that uh, so as for now, um, Kings beat the Suns, and yeah, good vibes are flowing. And hope, and as Fong said, let's keep, let's hope it, uh, you know, carries over. There we go, carries over to the regular season. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we'll see you guys later. Mm-hmm.